you might think that she's a new face, but she's been on the scene all along. Everywhere that you want to go, she's already been there. She knows the bands, the groups, the artists, and the singers. Welcome to the Artist Spotlight with Tanya Michelle. Good evening, and welcome to the Artist Spotlight. I am your host, Tanya Michelle. Back to a period in time when that smooth Motown sound delighted the ear, there was a message in the music. As Marvin Gaye, Sam Cooke, and Stevie Wonder proved, the lyrical content could almost be mm, spiritual. Like a man born out of his time, this artist delivers music that is heartfelt, spiritual soul, and R&B that evokes comparisons to the greats of rhythm and blues that influenced him. And gifted lyrically, he takes smooth to a new level linking old school flavor with new school vibe. And if the name Park Stewart is both familiar and unfamiliar, it's because he's written songs for other artists, such as the group 112 with their single Cry On, Yolanda Adams' Open Arms, and Dave Hollister, Ordinary Just Won't Do, and many others. Park Stewart sings and writes a thrilling combination of spiritual and soul and R&B music that seamlessly blends songs of longing, pain, love, and hope. And Parks explains that his objective to be the nexus, meaning connection, linking our humanity and spirituality. And for Parks, it has always been more than music. It's been keeping it real and dealing with the issues that are usually swept under the carpet. And let me tell you, we bought to listen to a few of his songs on this episode, and you would definitely hear all of that in his songs. But right now, I want you to sit back, relax, get your favorite beverage, let it be a glass of wine, uh, red or white, mojito, or whatever the drink of your choice. And let's listen to Park Stewart's single, Hey and Cool.
Welcome, Park Stewart. How are you? Welcome to the Artist Spotlight. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. How are you, Tanya? I'm great. I'm great. We just heard your single, K and Cool. Love the song. It reminds me of a song that you can kind of step to or hustle to, you know? Very, very good vibe. I love that song. Um, How did K and Cool come about? Uh, actually, K and Koo came about. We were doing a, we were actually doing a Christmas album. Uh, I went into the booth to do the song, and uh, it was like that's when all the uh, social injustice things was going on, the Black Lives Matter, and all of that. Uh, when I went in the studio, that's what I heard, and uh, I said, "Wow!" I said, "Well, we'll we'll come back and do that uh, Christmas song, but this is going to be social injustice." So. I kind of looked at my uh, partner in crime, Ed Armstead, and he looked at me and he said, well, okay, let's let's roll with what it is. Because sometimes you get inspired uh, at different times, and sometimes I don't get inspired until I actually go into the booth mm-hmm. and something else happens. And, uh, you know, with the music, and I thought about the, uh, you said ballroom, and mm-hmm. step, and hustle, and I just thought about us having that swag as a people, you know? Right. We're very unique people, and we have swag, and I, thought about all the things we had to overcome but we always kept that swag so that kind of was my inspiration from that point on love the song now did you write that did you write that song yes i do i write all my songs Uh oh goodness and speaking of that you've uh written for many many artists um out there um what is your inspiration what uh how did you come about as being becoming a songwriter now were you a songwriter um at first before a singer or how did that come about oh no actually i was a singer i've been singing since i was like 12 and professionally since i was like 19. oh wow 19 oh, so goodness. yeah so uh uh i i got inspired i guess just background I had, my father always had to listen to all types of music. And he was a music connoisseur. And I was just hooked on people like Stevie, and Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway, uh, Elder Barge, Old Motown. Uh, he also had me listen to jazz. I, he went far as back as Sam Cooke, uh, country music. Uh, he had a plethora of, uh, of genres. And uh, those things kind of kind of took to it. I think it was my gift. And I was always inspired by the stories that were told. And I just think Stevie is the greatest writer of all time, in my, my oh, opinion, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. So the way he painted the picture and made you feel and made the words come to life was something I wanted to try. And, uh, I started trying it. God-given gift. The Lord bless me. I've been writing ever since. Wow. That is awesome. What is your process when you write your songs? What is is your process like? My my process is really to try to get the thought. uh, Because I think music is a a movement Mm -hmm. more than music to me. It's a way to get a message across. And so I'm always thinking about how it can enlighten our people and 
make people feel good in a positive manner, whether it be love with God, whether it be love with your brother or sister in unity, or whether it's love, uh, intimate love. And so um, that's my inspiration. Usually when I go in, it's even talking about some something that's current that's going on, or I'm always in the place of love. They call me the hopeless romantic sometimes because I'm always writing about <laughs> love. But, uh, it's just one of those things, you know, I'm gifted in that area of, mm-hmm. of, of love. You know, it's part of my personality. And I think that uh, when you hear my music, you hear me. It's oh, part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an expression of the soul. Oh, yeah. And you can hear that. Uh, would you say that um, a lot of the songs that you write um, is from a personal personal view or maybe from other people uh, that inspired you to write the songs or the words to the songs? Well, you know, I believe 80 to 85% of what I write is personal. Mm. If that's how personal it is, you know. I'm, mm. I am the embodiment of the songs that I write, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about different things that go on in the world and uh, it's nothing better and more cathartic than to write about it and then be a blessing to someone else with years you know for Kay and Cole how did you come up with the title uh, I just thought about it you know cool and that swag we have is, is, is cool you know and mm-hmm. if you watch people ballroom and hustle we, we just got a certain way we do it and it's, it's cool. Detroit has a coolness about it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, when I was younger, the OGs, they taught me, you know, and uh, we would see them on the block. And, you know, cool was the thing. So yeah. uh, I thought about cool, you know, put the K in cool because it's the cool, not the cool to see O on L, but the K O on L, right. you know. And so that's how I came up with it. I just thought about how cool we are, you know, and when we get together the right way and how much fun we have, but it's always something special about that swag that we have. That's right, that's right. And yeah, like I said, you can definitely hear that in K Cool. Like I said, it's one of those, uh, like you said, ballroom songs or hustles. And in you know, a you can hustle too. And you know, it's one of those songs that you can play forever and ever. And it will never, it would never grow old. It would never, you know, go out of style because it's one of those smooth songs that you can listen to all the time, all day. <laughs> I'm happy to yeah. hear you say that. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to hear you say that because mm-hmm. our intention is to do timeless music. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we we try to do good music, quality music, and uh, it'll be timeless, so it can fit all genres. And it'll stand the test of time. Cause that's what a real, you know, I feel like real music could be. I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do temporary. I want to do permanent. Oh, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. Do you find a lot of the music today is uh, is, is temporary? Yeah, you know, music has, uh, even though it's temporary, it takes a lot of things from the past. Even if they don't know what they're doing, it echoes the past. And uh, I think that we shouldn't get caught in trends of fast, but... They're good because they challenge the thought process, the thought process, and uh, until people like you know you broaden your horizons. That's why I'm glad to have those that were before me uh, to study under because it broadened my perspective. And I think we came in a great era of music. You know, I got to hear some of the best. You know, when you hear the best, then you know what you're emulate. So it's our job to kind of mentor so that they can have something to emulate and broaden their perspective. Not that they can't do what they do, you know, they can do that, but broaden it, you know, and let's see the power of music and tap into what's personal about it, uh, how it can move lives. And once you tap into the purpose of it, you know, the rest kind of takes care of itself. So I'm trying to mentor and uh, like I was mentoring. And on that note, we have another single I would love to play um, for our audience out there. Uh, this is called, this is another one of your singles. Uh, and this one is, is entitled, um, My Soul.
Check your history, protect your legacy Do you wanna fulfill your destiny? Put it in your memory, yeah Malcolm X went to Mecca, found peace Died for the cause, like Martin Luther King He had a dream Oh, how long ago it seems My, my, my Shouldn't be time to restore spirituality. Yeah, just a message for my brother today. Yeah, check your history, put it in your memory. Snow Removal Service takes care of the outside of your home so you can rest easy on the inside of your home. 313-799-3476. At any season, the firm is on your side with expert lawn care, bush and tree service, debris and snow removal, with handyman services available upon request. The firm lawn care and snow removal service. Call 313-799-FIRM. That's 313-799-3476. Let the firm take care of the outside of your home so you can rest easy on the inside of your home.
Listen to what people are saying about Sleep Sense from Common Sense Wellness Worldwide. That's my favorite product. I go to bed and I, I put it under my tongue, enjoy the taste, and boom, I'm gone. I, within probably 10 minutes and it's, it's like all of a sudden it's morning and you wake up refreshed. It's probably the most incredible product I've ever experienced. Sleep Sense is one of my favorite products I've ever taken in my life. The results are so immediate. The very first night I took it, I slept the best I've slept ever that I can remember. I've dealt with a lot of anxiety, nervousness, depression type issues my whole life. And so I find that I can lay down and in just moments I'm asleep. It feels like I'm eating a Jolly Rancher candy while I go to sleep. I started sleeping through the night. If you have trouble falling asleep or sleeping through the night, now you can experience the best sleep of your life with Sleep Sense from Common Sense Wellness Worldwide. Go to WJZDRadioDetroit.com and and click on the sleep banner. That's WJZDRadioDetroit.com. Click on the sleep banner and enjoy the best sleep of your life. We're easy to find. WJZDRadioDetroit.com Love the song, my soul. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, and you wrote that one as well. How the best song came about. Oh, wow. Uh, Ed, how old is that song? 2004. Get out of here. Is that old? It's not. Really? Yes, it is. Yeah, I wrote that in 2004. And again, it was when uh, we were losing so many young black entertainers and uh, people were struggling. And I was, uh, that mentorship kicked in again. Mm -hmm. uh, As an artist myself, sometimes people don't know what goes on behind the scenes things we really have to do with it's a lot of pressure it's uh it's a totally different world okay. and so it was uh my thing of offering uh letting them know that somebody feel you know mm. i feel you my brother i know what you're going through mm. uh, i know what's happening i don't just see your gift but uh, uh i want to address your character right. you know i want to address your heart i want to address your issue mm. somebody's here for you you know, and that's how it came about it, to pay tribute to those before me and to help those that were present. And as you can see, the song is kind of prophetic in itself because it fits every, uh, it travels through the air, through, through different eras. Oh, yeah. And that was 2004. And uh, I remember using a live band at that time because whenever you use a live band, uh, your, stomp, your songs will stay correct. Mm, you know, right. Live instrumentation never goes nowhere. All your classics uh, with live instrumentation, it will stand the test of time also. And awesome. so, yeah, that's how that came about. Wow, wow. I love it. Yeah, because when I was listening to it, um, wow, it kind of reminded me, it was kind of giving me like a little history too. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah, it, a little history. It, it, that, that was my plan is to tie all eras together. I call it uh, the nexus where you tie old school with new school. Mm. I never I never heard of that term. Okay. Yeah. And then when you uh, you go back in history, I like putting the by his story. His mm. story is God's story. Okay. So I figure if I can connect and let them know uh, the struggles of the past and those that come through and uh, we honor them and we see how they came through and we keep the legacy going because there's no real legacy without love. That's why I said at the end, these three words from Stevie Wonder, I love you because that's the basis for all. You know, so I feel like uh, people say, yeah, it's a legacy, but there's no such thing as legacy without true love. You oh, know, yeah. legacy mm -hmm. impacts the generation uh, to come. Wow. And uh, that's what real legacy is. And that's what I was trying to do, show them how they impacted this generation, how we should impact it. I love that. I love that. Do you think it's important, um, you know, as an artist or as a musician, um, would you agree that it's very important to learn, to keep learning and studying and understanding um, the music industry, you know, and, oh, well, and why? Uh, without a doubt. I just think that uh, when you stop learning, you stop growing. Mm -hmm. uh, music is, you t 
tap into eternity to me. It's a place where it's timeless. Uh, a place where uh, you tap into like something that's everlasting. That's why we listen to songs that are hits. We listen to them forever. We get the same feeling when we hear them because uh, it taps into eternity. So, in my opinion, you should never stop learning. You should always be learning from someone and something because everything is going somewhere, you know? And so it's always plenty to say, another way to say it, and uh, another way to present it. So, uh, absolutely. As far as the industry goes, this can be a very tough industry. I think uh, all you can learn is very important. Many of us have had, uh, including myself, we've had uh, get in, you're young, you don't know the ins and outs. People make money, it becomes like modern day slavery. Mm. You know? Wow. Uh, it's just slavery with a different face. Mm. People look and think everybody's doing well because they hear their songs. Right. Uh, people still in royalties, never collected money. Those things of that nature. And this is a constant, especially for African-American artists because we have so much talent and we're always trying to lift ourselves from the depths of oppression. Uh-huh. And sometimes in our desperation, we, we sign and don't understand the ins and outs of the business. And uh, about time they get two and three albums out of them, they got our best three. And then they don't want to market the, the next things that's coming because they have more resources. Than they do. Wow. And so, yes, it's very important to understand the industry. Uh-huh. Oh. Do you find that too is that you find a lot of independent artists or established artists are just going just independent and not going to the record label. So now, so they won't get controlled. Um, so they won't uh, run into issues like that. What are your thoughts on that? I I, I believe that's absolutely true. You know, and I'll let Ed expound on that a little more because he has a label that he created just so we could do this. And I was trying to be independent before independent was popular. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have enough resources to back up where my music needed to go because it has to plug in the machine. When you're trying to do grassroots, that's why these companies continue to operate because they know that it takes a lot to run these machines, you know? And so absolutely, you know, when you look at it as an independent, if I can uh, bypass the middleman, uh, say my CD is $15. Mm-hmm. Of that $15, if I was getting 50 cent of it, that was big. Mm-hmm. Right. So where do you think all the rest of that money was going? If, if they do a video on you and they pay for that video and that video costs $100,000, you had to sell $100,000 worth of uh, uh, CDs before you could recoup, uh, before you could start getting your royalties. You know, wow. so when you get independent, you move the middleman out the way, okay. deal with your distribution, you get total autonomy. And I'll, I'll let Ed take it from there. With a little bit more info because he's he's had more experience from the A and R side and uh, as an independent label. So yes, yeah, so we have um, Ed Armstead as well um, on this interview. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can elaborate on that a little bit. Tell us first, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then uh, you can elaborate just uh, uh, real quickly on that. Well, my name is Ed Armstead the Third. I'm the owner and CEO of Eat Music Group, uh-huh. independent uh, label. Um, I started off as a writer many years ago, and to, to encapsulate it, I've been blessed to have multiple stellar awards, dub nominations, gold and platinum certifications as a writer and producer. So I didn't just jump in the industry, didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I've worked for a lot of labels where a lot of major artists I've had the pleasure of producing one of the last songs that Albertina Walker, Grammy Award winning. Um, artist, the late Albertina. I did one of her last songs, one of Stellar. And um, I've, I've worked with a lot of major artists. I've been, you know, uh, blessed basically um, to work with the artists that I've worked with. So, in interacting with different labels, you get to see how they ran, how they function, how they think, uh, what's the artist take and what's the labels take. And so, after looking at that and, and working with Parks, I've been working with Parks since 1991. Okay. Uh-huh. I met him on his first solo album. Mm-hmm. The album uh, 
another chapter, Psalms 51 was uh, produced in 1996. Mm -hmm. my, my promotions company, I forgot that I had a promotions company called In Your Ear Promotion. Mm -hmm. And um, I promoted that record for him. And then 2004, the project that you played My Soul from, I did A&R on that project. So I've had my hands in different things and work with different people. But in a nutshell, you start seeing what you're not getting as an artist. You start seeing, like Park said, it's a modern day slavery. So after shopping his stuff to so many different labels and they telling us who he sound like, who he look like and, and all this and not even looking at his achievements or the sound, um, we just said, you know what? We gonna put this out ourselves, and that way, I don't have to ask nobody nothing. If I want to do a video on you in Tokyo, we'll go to Tokyo and do the video. We don't need permission. Ain't nobody recouping nothing because we paying for it. We getting it over once and for all. He and I got a partnership. We have not argued about money in 30 years, and we're not about to start now. You see what I'm saying? And so, he uh -huh. sit down on Wednesdays. We usually parks will be out of town this week though, but. We usually sit down at breakfast and cast vision of what we want to do next. And then we just do it. Could you imagine if we had to take our ideas into a, a, a room with five vice presidents, who, and, and I'm not prejudiced by any stretch of the imagination, who might always also be Caucasian, who don't even understand our music or where we come from or what we've been through. When you talk about put the K in the cool, and they say, nah, we don't think they're going to like that. And then we wow. said, but we know what our people want. So right. we don't have to deal with that. We, we we pray about it. We talk about it. We execute. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for enlightening us on that. Because, you know, I, I know there's a lot of um, listeners out there who wants to get into this industry. And I know that's one of the questions um, that keeps coming in my inbox. <laughs> all the time and that's one of the questions that they're asking and I'm so glad that um, you agreed to um, to join us for just a little bit on this interview to kind of enlighten us on that thank you so much Edward I appreciate it yeah so Parks you've you've produced I mean you've written for so many artists such as Yolanda Adams uh, gosh 112 you know featuring uh, Notorious Big um, so many artists. What was it like writing for them? Well, actually, uh, writing for Yolanda, I, I met Yolanda early in her career, and uh, we used to hang out. And uh, she would come to Detroit, and uh, we would all go out and eat and hang out and stuff. She was real fun. And uh, she came to uh, it was some concert or function we had, and I did a song more than just a melody for someone else, and she heard it. I gotta have that song. And so uh, that's how that came about. So uh, me and my right partner, uh, uh, Charles, we call him Charles Harris, we call him Hollywood. Charles Hollywood uh, Harris. And uh, we did a song, a couple of songs for her. And uh, she loved them. And uh, they ended up doing very well. As far as uh, 112, it's a very interesting story. I, I actually did a song for. Uh, commission, I was uh, uh, the gospel group commission, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, everybody knows I've been a part of commission forever, and um, the R&B world loves commission, mm -hmm. and so they kind of embraced my sound through commission, and uh, they heard the song Cry On, I had did the song Cry On, and it was actually in a movie, Blank Man, Silk okay. sung it, then David Hollister, did it and uh, when Biggie died, uh, 112 uh, wanted to do it and they did the song. It, it sold over three million, you know, went triple play. And so uh, I've just been blessed because people, uh, Lord has placed me in places where people like the sound. Uh, they feel something in the song. They also listen because they feel like they get a uh, it encourages them and it meets, it meets them where they are. And so I have a lot of, I get a lot of compliments from R&B artists who have listened down for the years to the songs I've written. That's, that's a great compliment. Awesome. Awesome. You have another single that I would love to, um, to play uh, for our listeners. Uh, this one that I'm about to play, oh my God, is... Uh, Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, it's off of your your new EP, right? Your new CD, uh, uh, a new new single that's out. 
Are, are we talking about on and on? Uh, we, nope. We're going to do um, Clear Your Mind. Clear Your Mind. Yes. Clear your mind. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Tell us a little clear, bit about that really quick. Clear, clear Your Mind is just, uh, with all the pandemic and things going on, we just say hit the reset button. Sometimes you gotta sit down and clear your mind, you know, so that you can focus, refocus, you know, and uh, see where you're going. And when they hit you with so much, you know, you need to remember how to relax, what you're here for, and uh, that you're still protected. And uh, love and love, there is safety, you know. And so uh, that's how Clear Your Mind came about. I actually did that at the studio also where music was there, just working on the music, and a keyboard player turned around and said, what you want to call us? I don't know. I said, call it Clear Your Mind. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then from, from that point on, I went in the booth, and this, that's, that's what happens. Like Quincy said, you know, let God in and everybody else out. Wow. And so I go in, and I let him in, and uh, he takes those melodies and bring it to my mind, and uh, that's how Clear Your Mind came about. Wow. On that note, let's go ahead. Let's take a listen to Clear Your Mind.
hot hot single clear your mind i i love it you have a video for that song as well right yeah, yes i do uh, yeah. i have a video for it it kind of shows uh me and uh ed director producer we've been friends for over 30 years so it shows how he came up on the east side and i came up on the west side mm -hmm. we meet at this rehearsal and it shows the unity of how a, a band uh, and uh, artists work cohesively together you know and brothers just coming together as one and uh, feeling good themselves with the music and passion they have spreading it to others. Wow, love it, love it, love it. You know, you you really, I like the video too because it shows the different areas of Detroit, you know, and um, not saying there aren't artists out there that, that are from here and don't do videos here in Detroit and show different areas of Detroit. But I love that about your video because it really um, shows us. It's like you're giving back to Detroit, and um, you're you're putting us on the map. You are. You, 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 you said it without us having to tell you. That's, that was our objective <laughs> when we did it. We want to pay homage to Detroit. We want to let them know where we're from, mm -hmm. uh, why we have that swag that we have, mm -hmm. and that uh, you know you hear so many negative things. We want them to see. This is a positive city. We got some good people here, mm -hmm. and uh, we come from the hood. We go back to the hood to get back, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, uh, I, I love it. This is my city, and I love it. That's right. That's right. You know, we have so many artists like yourself that you know that you know are from here. Um, who just really, really great uh, musicians, great artists. Um, and I, I'm, I'm glad that you did the video here. I really am. That's awesome. Thanks so much. We, we, we plan to do more. Awesome. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Plan to do more. What is it like to perform on stage? What is it? What is it like for you? What kind of feeling do you get when you perform? Um, I actually can't explain the high. And when I say a high, I mean, it's a different kind of high for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of leave myself and become embodied in the music and connect with the people all at one time. It's, it's a spiritual thing for me. We, we kind of connect, the vibe is set, an atmosphere is set, and then it's like something just comes and you just, you go. And it's cathartic for me it's healing for the people also. And uh, all of a sudden, we all just merged from uh, the song to the people, and we become one. And, uh, and we, when, that's, when, the, when oneness is involved, when that unity is involved, you're going to get something special. Mm -hmm. for sure. So that's how I feel. Is there one particular song that when you perform on stage that really gets the, the audience hyped? Is there one of your favorites that you do all the time? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it's so boy. many. <laughs> it's, it's so many. And thank God that, it's, that people relate to the songs that I do, you know, and that I, I don't really have a, a song that they haven't related to so far. So that's a blessing, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I think that... Uh, I have a song that I sing often that uh, Commission does, and it's called uh, I Am Here. Mm. And uh, it just always just seems to move people. You know, I sing it at funerals sometimes, things of that nature to comfort families, and it's, it's usually a very movie song. It tends yeah. to do very well. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I want to thank you, Pars, for coming on to the Artist Spotlight. It has been a pleasure. Um, you as well, Ed. Um, thank you for, you know, uh, giving thank us the so insight. Well. Yeah. Thank you for giving us the insight of the, the background of the uh, entertainment industry. You know, um, thank you. I thank you so much. Um, where can they find you, Parks, on social media? Ed, you can take that. That's my man right there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of places for all things parks. I had to write this down because he just it's just everywhere. He's all um, over, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can you can email me directly at e.a.t.musicgroup at gmail.com. You can contact me by phone 313 694 
1-800-875-7952. You can reach us at our Facebook page, Eat Music Group. You can reach us at our YouTube channel, Eat Music Group. You can reach us on IG, Eat Music Group. And the page is at Edward Armstead 3. You can reach us on Twitter, Eat Music Group, and it's at Third Armstead. So if you hit any of those, you will get us one way or another. For all things Park Stewart, we got you. If you're hungry for a melody, eat music. Oh, I love that. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And they can catch the video too to clear your mind too. Where can they yes, find they that can. video? It's on YouTube. You just type in Park Store in the search bar, clear your mind. It'll come up. We currently at about uh, a little over two weeks, 15K right now. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, he has. That is awesome. Again, for, for Park Stewart and Edward uh, Armstead, thank you so much for coming on to the Artist Spotlight. I appreciate you. You're always welcome to come back anytime. We'll be back like it's the Terminator. Believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much, Tanya, for, yes. for having us. I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank and I you. Wish you future success is going to do very well you just such a sweet spirit such a sweet thank, thank you, you. thank Definitely. you so much and for the listeners out there uh, you can follow me on social media at uh, Tanya underscore Michelle 47 on Instagram or you can follow me under uh, on Facebook under Tanya Michelle the actress um, and please make sure that you don't stop here and listen to the artist spotlight make sure that you keep it on WJZDRadio.com all day. We'll replay all the music that you want to hear. Again, thank you, uh, Mr. Stewart and Mr. Armstead. It's been a pleasure. This was all up. Yep. See you all next week. All right. Have a good day. is the
Come on now. 